Hi, this is Joel Gray. This is Adrian Warren. This is Andrew Keenan Bolger. This is Chuck Cooper. This is Brandon Uranoy. This is Mandy Gonzalez. This is Rachel B. Jones. This is Christy Altamar. This is Kristen Chenoweth. This is Cheetah, and you're listening to Key Crisis Curtain. This is Keith Price, and we are here at Sardi's doing something fun and fabulous, which is always to be a part of the press up front, because, you know, I'm sassy like that, and I do enjoy. And it is fun because, again, I keep telling people when you are coming to New York City that you don't spend your time and energies constantly shaking down Broadway, because there are fabulous things that are happening off-Broadway that you can totally take in and, and probably enjoy more because the risks are more fun, which I think is really good. And so I'm standing here now in Sardis talking to Drew... Dr- Damn it. That's all right. Drogi. Drogi. That's okay. I was going to call you Drogi. No, That's Drogi. Right. I answered anything. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Who some may remember from last season, season before last, mm-hmm. with um, bright colors and bold patterns. That's what I was going to say. Yes. Big fish, little city. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Bright colors, bold patterns. Yes. Bright colors and bold patterns, which had a wonderful, actually extended run throughout the process. It went longer than you expected. Yeah, right? it did. We we ended up running for five months here last time, so it was a it was a, a total surprise, and we had a we had a blast. I ended up, I only did half the run, and then Jeff Hiller took over and and finished it out, and did, it was it was fabulous and incredible, and you know, um, and now the, that play's getting done at regional theaters all across the country. So Absolutely that was also true. a surprise, which I had no you know no idea. We'll see, but that's the beauty when you're doing shows that have a very small cast as yes, such. absolutely. It yes, makes it possible absolutely. to do a lot more stuff. Yeah. And I also, I've always been someone who like loves generating my own work and I also, there is, there's, you know, you think about that when you're writing, you know, it's like, I mean, originally with Bright Colors and with my new, and with Happy Birthday Doug, my new show, mm-hmm. I can fit the whole show in a backpack and you can carry it around and do it. And it's like, you kind of, that's really helpful. And when theaters are looking for things to do, you know, you're not doing, you know, a giant cast of, you know, a million, you're not right. doing Les Mis up there, you know, so. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why you're able to have so much syndication with it. Yes, right. absolutely. So now this new piece though. Yes. Happy birthday, Doug. Yes. So it's about, I'm assuming a gay man turning 41. I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, sure. How did you guess? <laughs> <laughs> One would not like to assume because um, we're all studying oh, theater people. Oh, yes, of course. I want to give you that moment. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I am playing nine gay men at a birthday party uh, for Doug. Uh, <laughs> eight of whom are talking to Doug, and then you get to meet Doug at the end. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, it's, it's, uh, I, it's really fun because I get to play uh, gay men of all, you know, like, ages and sizes and uh, different experiences and some of them are nightmares and some of them are lovely people I think I don't know I, I'm but assuming like, most of them are somewhere in in our sphere I, I, I think so I just I always love I love uh, exploring our culture and like how we are how we can be horrible to each other and how we need each other so desperately and right. how like gay people are my favorite and least favorite people in the world <laughs> you know and it's something that we we need to we need to be able to laugh at ourselves and also love ourselves right. at the same time and right. so I think that I hope the play has a little bit of both in there and um, and also as, as you know as I was getting older and just like learning that like it's important not to have as many friends as much as like the most important friends and right. you know and it is it really is quality over quantity right. I used to have birthday parties where I would invite hundreds of people like everyone I knew mm-hmm. 
And, you know, if 100 people showed up, I can't talk to that many people. And I don't want to talk to a lot of these people. I invited people that I full-blown didn't even like. And now I'm like, so oh, my God. just enjoy my fabulous. I don't know why I did that. I know. And it's just a weird thing. I'm like, did I get points for how many people will come to my party? Well, people that you don't and like to show you're a bigger person. I don't know. But that's no fun either. <laughs> and so. All that money you spent on a party, you could have kept yeah, for yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So. Now I realize it's like, oh, no, it's like it's great to have fewer friends that really matter yeah. to you that you can hold on to and yeah. take care of. So a lot of it's about that. A lot of it's also about just learning how to be present at your own. I, I also was just like I think when we're in the center of a party, how how hard that is to sort of just like take it all in. Mm -hmm. And um, and so it's all that kind of stuff. And then, um, you know, I, I um you know, get to drink beer and wine during my show. So that's also fun. <laughs> so does the audience if they want. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So it's a real party. It's a real party. <laughs> yeah. The, the, show, the show does flip and it is, it, you know, the, the idea is that the audience is the party. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. I love it. It's the same hundreds of people that have been invited, except they're paying to be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're usually that? quiet, which is even better. They just, <laughs> they'll shut up for an hour and let me talk with my favorite kind of party. <laughs> Can't with you. Oh my God, Drew. So again, so this piece for you though sounds personal yeah. at this well as I, I feel like I think for all of us in terms of people who try to put their lives somewhere in a place where mm -hmm. it makes sense to mm -hmm. them artistically, um, it's it's the period of life that you're going through now where you're shedding and, and dropping and Yes, changing. absolutely. And also you know, um, you get to a point in your life where you are, uh, you become a mentor to younger people. And that's mm -hmm. really important, especially in the gay community. And mm -hmm. sort of, and, and also you have people older than you that you really need to listen to and pay attention to. And that's something that I, you know, it, 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 it's, you know, it's like, oh, maybe listen to this, you know, this gay man who's 70, who's been through a lot of stuff mm -hmm. that we don't know about. And it's like, listen to that person. Uh, and, and also learn from the 26 year old because they have a lot to teach us as well. So, sure. All of that that I got sort of am like being in the middle of those places in my life. It's like it's a really it's an exciting place. But I also realize there's a responsibility yeah. at this point, too. It's kind of interesting, too, because you say that by being sort of like in the middle of all of those those two demographics. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, the the way that we grew up, because I'm, I'm assuming you're younger than me for sure. But we're probably in the same like whatever that checkoff box yeah, is. Yeah. So we won't say it's age. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. but you're, what, what you're coming to find in that moment is, is that you see how hard our experiences were and, and looking at the kids behind us and then right. watching the folks in front of us and thinking, right. this, you know, there's ways right. that we can contribute, but at the same time, we also have our own things for too. sure for sure yeah. well because you know it's like the uh, you know generations ahead obviously had aids they had uh, they had to deal with aids they had to yeah. deal with uh the closet way stronger mm -hmm. the uh, the idea of you know isolation the idea of you know um you know b bottling up any sort of femininity and 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 sure. just like sort of that that and then you have a, a much younger generation that that is like oh we're on prep we don't have to worry about it any of that and it's like, and we're all fluid. We don't have, you know, like box. We don't like, 
you know, and I think there's a lot of that that we can learn. Also, the younger generation is a lot more sensitive, yeah. which I think is good and, and bad. Yeah. It's good and annoying, I would say, <laughs> you know, because that's the thing where you go, I love that you're so sensitive. Mm-hmm. I love that you care so much about feelings, but also like toughen up a little bit. And it's like, and I don't, and I, in the middle of that, I don't have the answers for that. But I also <laughs> love that they're owning their, um, their uh, fluidity. Mm-hmm. They're owning their femininity. They're owning their masculinity, whatever that is. They don't really yeah. give too much agency to that. Oh, I, like that. Uh, I like that too. And so I never, I never ever want to write a place, a, a piece where um, the young kids just don't know anything or the old people are stupid and need right. to go away. I think we need to learn from everybody. Yeah. And we also have to be able to laugh at everybody because we've been the butt of a lot of jokes, uh, all, uh, you know, over time. And we're also the funniest people. And we need to be able to point out mm-hmm. what's insane and ridiculous about Absolutely. us. And also, you know, we can... You know, we can laugh at things and celebrate them at the same time because that is what gay is, really. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, Drew, listen to that. You people are paying attention to what's happening. And again, for folks coming to New York City, this is one of those opportunities to catch something that may seem off the grid to you because you're still tracing Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I keep telling them to stop, but they keep doing oh, it, whatever. Yeah, sure. If you can get it, knock yourselves oh, out. Absolutely. However, there is a lot of substantial theater that's going on in the city that you can certainly take a part of and walk away getting something even more than you've bargained for because I feel like, again, like I said, you can take risks with the things that you do off-Broadway. Totally. So Drew Dregging? Yes. Droging. That's all right. Damn it. <laughs> we were so close. It was good. Bonding. Getting better, Keith. But Drew, as I said before, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. And again, this place starts February 13th. Uh, yes, we open the 13th. Our first yes. preview is this February 6th. Mm-hmm. Opening night's February 13th, and we go through March 1st. Perfect, perfect. So, so if you're making your plans, come on up and check it out. Yes. Thank and you. I'll give you guys all the information and stuff after the event. Fabulous. Yes. This is Keith Price, and we are back here at Sardi's doing these on-locale moments, and I'm here for the big press up fronts for the upcoming play, um, Happy Birthday, Doug. And you heard my conversation that I had earlier with Drew. And now I'm standing here with the director, who, by you know, we were standing here just having a slight conversation, mm-hmm. and I wanted to say to Tom that there was something that I noticed, and I don't want to change the tone of this interview quite so quickly, but... Uh-huh. When I saw you in those earlier clips, there was a different look that you had going on. Oh, I sure did, and you yes. went from giving me ginger geek now to redheaded daddy. What is this going on? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Genetics haven't been kind to me uh, at all. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, genetics mm-hmm. have not been kind. They were like, do you, do you love that gorgeous, luscious red hair of yours? And I'm like, yes, I do. And then it was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Can I curse on this? Yes. Okay. So it was, it definitely <laughs> took, it took it away. And so I had, thank God I, I don't have a misshapen head. And so mm-hmm. I had to, um, you know, I had to shave it all off mm-hmm. because I wasn't going to fight it. And yeah. I wasn't going to comb it over. And I wasn't going to get plugs because she doesn't have that kind of cash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you got to keep your vanity in a real, real place, right? Oh, you sure do. But again, it's like, you know, I was, I was like, ooh, how are you doing when I saw the ladder picture? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. So then this is a really good segue then because as we talk about the show that you're directing, Happy Mm -hmm. Birthday, Doug, Mm -hmm. it's a really interesting look about what happens when you are a gay man of a certain age and the pivoting, the the things that go on and the shenanigans that we all get up to. Yeah, that's very true. And what I really appreciate about this show is that there are several different characters of different ages in the show. We've got like a 20-something. We've got someone who's like 60 plus. We've got someone in their 40s, someone in their 30s. And it really is a great introspective look at 
gay men in modern culture at these different ages and how they view the world. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the brilliant things that Drew did with this piece is that he really gets into the mind of each of those generations a little bit. And um, a lot of people's favorite character is the older gay character in the show. His name is Christopher. And I won't tell you too much, but he does kind of like, you know, he talks a little bit about history and his partner who he's with and the history that they have. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important to keep those conversations going to keep the young children educated. Even though I'm still a young person, I think it's very important to know where we've come from, especially in the LGBT community in order to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think that Drew is always very cognizant of that. And it's always really, it's very important to him. And I think that kind of comes through in all of the swaths of different characters that you see on the stage. You know, it's interesting because I think that, when we look at like the aging LGBT community and we see the, the changes that, like, because again, I'm of a certain age now too, and I am at that place where I have seen things that I never thought I would be able to see right. and still be young enough to feel like I can participate in them and yeah, be a right. part of all of that. Right. And so I'm, I'm, you know, I don't even have to, to guess what that older character has got to say because I'm sure that older character has a lot of, yeah, you lucky because you should have been when I had and we couldn't. And oh, this you know, and, and a little bit of that, but he doesn't shame the yeah. audience. And I think that's another thing that Drew does really well is his characters who you connect with a lot. No one ever shames. Mm-hmm. Even Bright Colors, you know, the character of uh, Gary who is like, the main character of the show, mm-hmm. even he doesn't. Um, a soup's on. Um, <laughs> even he doesn't like. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't tear down right. without reason or like right. without it coming from a grounded place. Yeah. So um, I, I appreciate that a lot with Drew. I think that that really shows. Kind of shows. So me. this is great for you. So this is. You know, you were just telling me earlier that you're you're dipping in now. We've got tech. You've got to work this yes. out. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to go out back to the coast because yeah. you got something going on over there. Yes. Then you're back. How are you maintaining? Um, because I mean, you have to you have to give this a lot of care too. Yes, right? right. Well, Drew and I have been working on this show at this point for almost a full year. Right. So he Did came. You guys to do this me. out in LA beforehand. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we kind of workshopped the show in May, end of April, May into June. Mm-hmm. And we did a few workshop performances. One of those was here mm-hmm. at, uh, at the Soho Playhouse last June. We did just like one night. Let's yeah. see how it responds. And then in the second half of the year, we did a few more little tests here and there, kind of tightening it up every time. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. So like yeah. we, you know, it, we've been rehearsing this for almost a year, yeah. if you think about it. Uh, so it did take some care, but it wasn't care that I need, we needed to spend like weeks of right. work on. Because uh, we had already been working yeah. on it for so many months. So I think it's, I definitely feel like it is ready. It's ready for a New York audience. I mm-hmm. think New York is going to enjoy it very, very much. Because Los Angeles definitely did. And those dummies, <laughs> if, they, if they appreciate it, you guys will. So listen, okay? <laughs> no offense. I love Los Angeles. I live there. I have to take a step back and say it's a lovely place. But y'all are tired. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. But so are all of you here. Yeah, you I mean, what? walking on these streets in the winter? No. It's uh-huh. not cute. This is not a cute time for us. And True. It was like 50 degrees yesterday. I'm like, give, make a choice. Make a choice. Because today it's cold. Can you make a choice? Cold and wet. It's yes. Like I can't. I can't. No, I've never enjoyed it. Oh, well, this is really groovy. So well, I'm looking forward to this. So the show uh, starts previews March, uh, February 6th, yep. I believe it is, yep, and then opens 6th. February 13th. Yep. And then runs through May, f- oh, no, March, March 1st. 1st. March 1st. March so 1st. get your tickets now because it is a limited engagement. Let's see. So you got to get in there or mm. bye bye. <laughs>
where it goes into the Disney vault. <laughs> it's going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, we're making... With, with disclaimers, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, Songs of the South. That's what... <laughs> if only they'd play that. If only we could all sit there and laugh at them for making the choice that they made. Speaking of choices... Could you imagine though? I'm just they have to put the big disclaimer. It'd be yeah. amazing. I love it. Oh my god. Well, thank you, man. This is of course, great. my pleasure. And we will be back. Look at that.